Welcome to Cultivating Authentic Universal Energy, exploring energy through mediumship, psychic abilities, Reiki, crystals, and more. This podcast is created based on the concept that everything is energy, everything and everyone are connected. Your hosts are Lisa Milleraces and Michelle Belcastro. Lisa has written about her psychic medium awakening and is comfortable with many facets of energy. Lisa believes energy work is very exciting and should be embraced in a safe way. Michelle grew up as a sensitive, intuitive, and now creates a safe space for community to gather and develop their spiritual talents. Their two unique perspectives are joined to assist listeners of all levels to broaden their understanding. This will be a series of podcasts that will enhance and fine-tune our energetic connections. This meeting is being recorded. Hello, Michelle. Hey, Lisa. What's happening? We're here again for another (laughs) great podcast, hopefully. Absolutely, we are. (laughs) And uh, what are we talking about today? We're talking about what is stopping us from stepping into our power. Wow, that's a that's a good one. It is a good one because how many times have you felt that you had a great idea and you're going to move forward to whatever that may be, some kind of goal you have, a project, a career, mm-hmm. and then life gets in your way and kind of like puts you down a bit. Yeah. Yep. So what can we talk about that? Mm. <laughs> I say you keep your eye on the prize and keep going. Um, you even if it's a slight little thing as uh, doing a search on the on the internet or um, having an outline or doing something with pencil and paper, you just don't give up. So, can you define what it means to you to step into your power? You're probably going to say you're going to want to punch me in the face. (laughs) That's painting me as violence. (laughs) Following my authentic inner voice, the authentic inner voice, not the confused inner voice. Okay. Um, I think that is stepping into my power to be able to confidently have that with balance, no matter what's going on around me. Okay. I agree with that. Okay. I absolutely agree with you. <laughs> that That is the beginning of your own greatness, is getting to that point of recognizing and living your authentic life. Because life does put obstacles in our way. It does. There's things that we have to um, deal with that maybe are out of our control. Absolutely. I remember a time when I was having a discussion with a very dear friend of mine and I don't remember the exact words, but she asked me like, what was stopping me from stepping into my power? Plain and simple. And I told her straight up, I am afraid of my own greatness. Wow. (laughs) If you think about that, when you said it at the time, it was probably a number of years ago, so you probably mm-hmm. were not in your current practice today. Correct. Yep. So in your baby self, mm-hmm. or your baby internal self saying that, I would sense there was fears or limitations that you put on yourself. 
So at the time, it was a very, um, I'll say like instinctual, like mm -hmm. remark. Like there was no thought to it. It was blah, mm -hmm. <laughs> out of my mouth it comes. But, you know, thinking back about it now, there is a lot tied up in that for sure. Sure. But it didn't stop you from stepping into your power. It maybe slowed you down a bit, but it didn't stop you. I have been very fortunate that in my life and on my spiritual journey, I've had very persistent mentors and companions that have uh, helped me navigate in a way that was not fear invoking. Well, that's wonderful. <laughs> Do you think that was part of law of attraction, bringing that to you? Of part of your creation towards your power? So I really, I don't know because there was not a conscious awareness at the time. There was me trying to figure out what the hell is an empath? What the hell is a, a highly sensitive person? What are these things? How can I possibly be that, right? Mm -hmm. There was this whole struggle. So I can't say that on a conscious level, I was attracting anything. But your little inner being was it screaming at you. <laughs> and I believe your higher self was saying, hold on, I got this and giving you crumbs along your life. I, I was, I was getting crumbs. And I found that each time there was a crumb, there was growth and discomfort mm -hmm. and a, a, a baby pause. Right. And then another crumb and discomfort and then a pause. Right. That seemed to be the pattern. There was not a long time of that pause or that place of comfort. Right. It was like steady, 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 steady. discomfort, yeah. <laughs> steady discomfort and moving forward. Yeah. Well, and I think that's one of the things that I found so attractive when I was practicing yoga on a regular basis mm -hmm. and teaching yoga was finding uh, the mental comfort mm -hmm. when your body is uncomfortable. That's great. Right. So as you were dealing with physical discomfort yeah, as well. Yeah. But like our mind is so powerful in how it talks to us in a positive and a negative way. So I think that same statement can also be reversed with yoga that when you're have physical bodies good, but your, your emotional body's not. It still is such a benefit to you to yeah. have that balance or that time or that space where you can just dedicate to yourself on the mat. A absolutely. I mean, to me, yoga is, you know, a, a very balancing practice, no matter what part of your mind, body, spirit mm -hmm. is out of whack. So I think back to when I was, um, trying to step, come into the, I guess, step into the public with my work. You're going back oh, a number of decades ago. Um, my initial thought with it was, well, I'm just going to go out there. I'm going to do it. And people are just going to understand it and just buy in. It was very, um, I would say, naive, maybe, mm -hmm. to say that a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then I would meet people along my way, a uh, beautiful friend that would teach me about law of attraction with uh, Abraham Hicks. Or then I would come into another person who would talk to me about Ho'oponopono. Very, very uh, good practices that were helpful along my journey. Mm -hmm. um, but also along that way came in, uh, instead of being very confident about myself, 
there was uh, a degree of fear that also came along with that. Oh, what if I go out there and I say something and no one acknowledges it? You know, that type of thing. So mm -hmm. there was a little bit of a battle of that going on. But if you have a practice of meditation and you have a practice of yoga, you will find that there are spaces in time where you're going to get that inspiration that's not doubting and that's not fearful. And if you could take those problems, if we're going to call them, or spaces of time mm -hmm. and kind of milk them and go with them, that can be your inspiration to keep you stepping into that power and moving forward. And then looking at yourself or looking at the other point of view, so to speak, and, and kind of put it into balance. Yeah. And it's a shame that, you know, I guess we're human. We have to think about that. And, you know, we shouldn't have to think about how someone else is going to perceive you. You really shouldn't. Well, so that kind of goes back to the note that I made about domestication. Mm -hmm. We've talked about domestication yes. before. It's one of the um, primary principles that are addressed in the book, The Four Agreements. Yes. And that is how our perception of ourselves and society is created based on our family and our society. So it's yeah. all about um, expectations and they're learned. They, they are learned. And some of them, when we're talking about specifically stepping into our own power, um, you might have been told, you know, that you're to be seen and not heard. Right. You could be told that, you know, our family isn't like that. You know, we, we don't <laughs> think, do we don't do things to get noticed. Right. You don't want to have a target on your back. You know, all of these kinds of comments that seemed. We don't talk to dead people. That too. <laughs> but there, there are expectations that are set by comments like that, that seem innocuous at the time, mm -hmm. but our developing brains as we're growing and learning can take those things and make them into, these are life rules. Well, it's a belief. Exactly. It becomes a belief because it's a focused thought you keep thinking about or it's instilled in you. Mm -hmm. So this belief and these beliefs filter your experience. They filter your interpretation. So recognizing that as a learned belief is something that you don't need to hold on to anymore yep. is excellent, uh, mm -hmm. excellent tool. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I have to make a note. I got an inspiration. These are one of the things that I have learned to step into my greatness. I have to take the time to make a note of these things. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Noteworthy points. <laughs> All right. Um, so one of the other things to keep in mind when we're talking about stepping into our greatness is the timing mm -hmm. of doing so. Um, going back to my example, right? It wasn't that I went from zero to a hundred and I stepped into my authentic self. It took me a lot of years. Mm -hmm. um, but I did something regularly, consciously or unconsciously to get there. You, you made an action step to that felt good uh, to follow your joy or follow an ease. No, you don't follow your joy. You followed ease. <laughs> At that time I was following my ease. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You follow something that makes you feel better. Yep. Okay. Exactly. That's a better way of putting it. <laughs> um, but the thing is, our, we can't force timing. No. Right? Like, we don't have control over that. Because we weren't able to accept it at the point in time where we were at that time. Our mindset, if you will, or our belief system 
wasn't able to accept that greatness then. Mm -hmm. So it needed yeah. the different times and the different uh, learning points in our lifetime that, you know, we learn from each obstacle. We grow, we get stronger, we learn what worked, we learn what didn't work. Ideally. We learn what's available, <laughs> what's available and necessary now. That's the big thing, though, a lot that people don't always recognize. A lot of my clients, when they come to me, this is how I know about it, because through that experience, a lot of time people will um, have things that they're dealing with and they have to forcefully work through it. So they bring a barrier of energy that's very strong up to move through the certain thing that they're working on. Can you give us an example of that? Let's just say somebody was going through a divorce. Okay. And custody. Okay. Things of that nature. Okay. They had to be super strong on how they took care of the children. They handled their finances. They handled their spouse, the lawyers. It was just an obstacle that was sur like beyond them of how they could get through it. Mm -hmm. They would do what they could each time. But as they did this, they built <clears throat> up a barrier of protection around them. Now let's fast forward five years or a couple of years. They no longer have that problem. They're getting along well. The kids have shared custody. They're doing good. They don't need all the barriers that they put up against the ex. So now they're trying to embrace love or a connection with that. Yeah. So to peel away that past fear, that past emotion, and allow the authentic self to attract and find the love of their life or the love for their life at this time, mm -hmm. that's an example. But it can mm -hmm. be applied to anything in our experience. Sure. That makes me like want to ask a million questions, but we would totally be getting off of the topic of okay. stepping into your power. Um, yeah, see, this is the way our conversations go. But it's it's all connected with energy. It, it is, uh, absolutely. Okay, so I'll just ask the question. In this scenario that you're talking about, somebody has this barrier of energy up that they put in place for survival How do they purposes. get rid of it? Absolutely. Recognize How, it. Okay. Acknowledge how, it. How is someone going to recognize it? They've lived with it all this time. You can feel it. Notice how you're feeling. Notice how you're reacting to certain situations. Do you need to react this strongly at this point in time or now? Or is it coming from a place of fear from past experiences? Okay. So Does that make sense? It, it totally makes sense. But I'm going to layer something on that. Because, okay. you know, my experiences have never been that cut and dry like ever, because I've always been full up of some emotion or feeling or well, whatever, they're all right? full up with full emotion and feeling. I just don't but, pay attention to them, but <laughs> <laughs> I pay attention to them, but I decompartmentalize them so I can look at them. Okay. So you have somebody who has been through this entire scenario. They still have this boundary. They don't understand why they're not attracting the next love. Right. Um, or they're having a problem where they have a recurrence. Right. You know, so they may not be a part of our spiritual life. Right. So they may not embrace some of our holistic. They, they might practices. not. They might not. But like, say that person doesn't recognize that something is wrong. Well, they recognize something is wrong, but they don't really know what it is. Well, they're talking to me for a reason. OK, they're talking to you. OK, but I'm thinking that we're we're looking at beyond like how are people really recognizing this 
because they can sense it and they can feel it in their experience. I mean, I can't speak any, <laughs> I can't speak any more clear than that. They're going to recognize that they're attracting the same obstacle over again and or they have a relationship that they want to connect with and they're feeling a resistance because they're afraid to connect with them. Not that the person's bad or the partner's bad. So, I mean, this is just a small example of something that we can apply in all of our lives. I would say recognize that it's there. I would say when you recognize it, you can take a breath, you can take an acknowledgement and whatever belief system you have, whatever it may be, focus on something that is positive, good, stay in your now and just ask to release it. How about that? Find an affirmation that'll work to help you release it and use that and just ask to get it done. It's a start. It's a beginning. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to go back to not the example because you and I, I think are talking about two different things. It doesn't matter. It's all cool. Okay. It's all cool. Um, so you are wanting to step into your power, but you have fears or some other kind of obstacle. That's what we're talking about here today. Whether it's uh, domestication, implanted type fears, whether it's self-doubt that you know you can't do this, it might not be the right timing. Um, we've talked about in the past uh, about a gratitude practice. And that's where that would come in very strongly here um, to help shift the energy and the perspective of you as an individual. 100%. So um, what you would do, okay, hypothetical example, you have domestication based fears on, you know, this is going to put a target on your back. Okay. Or our family doesn't do that kind of thing, right? We're, we're not, we do not put ourselves out in the public like that. The first thing that you can do is acknowledge that you have a loving family and you're so grateful for that loving family that taught you the best survival methods that they knew at the time. Okay. I right? can acknowledge that. I mean, it's one place to start. You are grateful for them. And then how can you as an individual change your thinking, change your perspective on that so that you can be comfortable with what your public image might be if you step into your power. Who's who's going to notice you? Well, that's a good way to look at it. That's a good way to, to start. And, and that's what we're talking about is like, because we're all somewhere on our path. And many times what I find is I have customers that come in and they're just starting on this path. Right. And it's like so overwhelming with, Oh, I, someone told me about this crystal or somebody told me to work with this candle or how about this book? With the, wow. the collective energy is shifting very rapidly right now. So it doesn't surprise me that people are starting to embrace it now. Some people are a little bit more, have been involved in it for decades or so. So it, it's, it makes a lot of sense to me that that would happen. Mm -hmm. But I think about this for a second. Everybody's stepping into their power in some way or another. And I believe this is all starting with an inspiration of something they desire to do. Absolutely. Yeah. So we can break it down to that. And when you have an inspiration and you follow through, you can, you know, keep going with it. Even, in, even when something gets in your way, 
I would just say keep going with it in some aspect, even if it's in your vision board or, mm -hmm. you know, making a list of things or creative writing that you're trying to do, just incorporate it. Don't give up on your dreams. Keep following them and, and notice how you're feeling. So I've just started this new class because I can't help myself, <laughs> right? I just finished one endeavor and I jump into another. But um, in other words, what I've heard through beginning this class and what Lisa just said is to remember your why. Mm -hmm. Remember your why. Yeah. Don't hold on to it. Yeah. I mean, it gives you so much power, the passion of your why, mm -hmm. you know, that we go through times that are really uncomfortable when we're growing Yeah, to keep your eye on the ball, keep your eye on the prize. Yeah. I mean, and so many kids that uh, go to school, they go to college and they, you know, come out with you know, mountains of debt and maybe they went to school to go uh, do one um, career path and they ended up doing a different career path. Mm -hmm. Education is never lost, whether it be through schooling or whether it be through experience. It brings us to who we are today. And I truly believe that what we are today and how it's collected, it brings you into helping you with that ins initial inspiration and that goal that you're going for. Mm -hmm. Your higher self always knows this and yep. you can always tap into that and ask for help. But that gets back to my woo-woo-ness. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to get back to the practicality yeah. and the matter. So um, when it comes to like your inspiration, your why, you know, don't be afraid to step on it and step towards it. And I'm really thinking that if you really need help with it, to find yourself a mentor, find yourself someone that can help you through the process no one is going to be able to do the work for you. You have to do the work. Well, it's always good to look for uh, someone to assist you. It's always good to ask for help. Yep. I'll go with that. And don't forget to ask yourself for help. Absolutely. Sometimes it's really good to have a companion, however, on your side, helping you. 100%. All along the way. <laughs> 100%. All right. Anything else? I'm sure there is, but I can't think of it at the moment. <laughs> All right. So we hope that our podcast today on what's stopping you from stepping into your power has been helpful. And we really encourage you to comment um, specifically on our Facebook group, our page. And uh, let we'll us know what you think. Below. Yeah, yeah, we definitely. will. All right. Thank, Thank you, everyone. You. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. We'd love to hear from you about your experiences. Leave us a comment below. You can find more information about Lisa and her offerings on her website, the number two communicate.net. Michelle's shop is the Violet Butterfly Metaphysical Healing Center in Palm Harbor, Florida. You can find more information at the violet butterfly including the online store.